This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Welcome to another enthusiastic episode of Honestly Unfiltered with Carrie and Jenny. I am joined by my co-host, Carrie Routh. Carrie, how are you today? Well, I did. I got my nipples pierced on the on the short <laughs> break that we had, so I'm tending to those things right Ooh. now. <laughs> the tendery nips. Go for nipple rings. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about. The new series on Hulu, Life and Beth. And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't sure I was going to like it as much as I did. Only because, like, listen, I've seen Amy Schumer, like, in person. I mean, I didn't, like, shake her hand. We went to a show. But then she got so political that I just, like, it really turned me off to her. Like, only because I'm one of those, like, Everybody can have their own views, but like, don't try to sway people with your influence to have them think your way. Right. That's, that's my thing. But anyways, so I wasn't, you know, totally sure, but you said, no, I, I like it. So I tried it and I did really, I tried it like it was a fucking cup of soup. <laughs> um, <laughs> I made a grilled cheese and I tried it. Um, so I did watch it and I did, I did enjoy it a lot more than I anticipated. I did too. And I don't normally care for her. Um, I just some of the stuff I've seen with her I don't I mean I don't know what it is I, I generally I mean don't normally enjoy her stuff but no I did think it was she was very relatable well when I'd have to go back through my pictures or whatever but God when we went and saw her that had to have been at least six years ago Oh, wow. Yeah, like it was a it, quite some time ago. But that's when she was getting super political. Well, and you know, I think what it was also is, I think what turned me off from her is there. this was some years ago, and I get it. Comedians, actors, whoever they are, they're entitled to their own personal space. And I think someone came up to her on the street in New York and asked her for a picture. Mm-hmm. And she was really rude about it and said no and like screamed at them. And Ooh. then they proceeded to take a picture of her walking away, stomping. And she got mad and threw the camera or something at the phone. Or It was Ew. this big scene and it happened to be... And TMZ happened to be there to oh, capture God. it all. And, and oh my Jesus! And I get it. You, you, uh, there was there were their families eating dinner. Uh, you you don't interrupt. There's a certain etiquette I think that people need to follow with celebrities because oh, they I are do too. I do doing too. a job. I, I mean, we don't like to be if we were at the mall or eating with our families, we wouldn't want a client coming to us up to us asking us about. Taxes, taxes whatever or whatever fuck. it is but i think that there is you know a certain you know you are a public figure there is a certain expectation you are being paid millions of dollars to entertain so 
you know, a simple polite, not right now, I'm not makeup ready, you know, but thank you for being a fan would have been nice. But, right. You know, hey. Like, because, I mean, I'm hoping to be super legit famous one day, but like, and it's cool if you're just legit, not in the mood yeah. at all. Um. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh. Um, and anyways, sorry, I'd message my bank everyone on how I could order checks <laughs> since I have to fucking deposit my rent like I'm in fucking 1982. Anyways, <laughs> fuck. Um, what the fuck was the question? <laughs> no, I mean, about being famous and popular. Oh, yeah, popular. so when I'm famous one day, like, it's cool if you're not in the mood, but like, just... But I kind of feel like also your fans kind of give you that life. So, mm -hmm. like, I think it's fine to say, hey, I'm really not feeling it today. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, can I, I sign I, something for you? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just not feeling it. But you don't have to be mean. No, I was listening to an episode of Drama Queens, One Tree Hill, and this is one of their early podcast episodes and they were discussing this um, because Sophia Bush has been very vocal about fans uh, coming up to her, which she has said, if you come up to me, uh, you know, I'm happy to talk to you. But and it happens to her on planes quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But when she's ready to like go back to her, what she's doing, she doesn't want to like feels doesn't feel like she has to talk to you for two hours on a plane ride. You no. know, and, and they were also talking about when they were young and they were filming in Wilmington, how, you know, they were they were living there and it was a college mm -hmm. town and it was a family town and they would be out eating dinner and people would they would see them lined up at the door just watching. And then as it went on you know, people would come up to them at dinner and they just, at some point they said politely, you know, can you wait until after I'm done eating dinner with my family? Mm -hmm. And then if you're still here, I'll come out and take a picture with you. Mm -hmm. And they said that they handled it a little roughly because they were so young. But what I found funny was Hillary Burton said, and I love her. She's so honest and so real. She said if they were at a club or somewhere, mm -hmm. When people smoke cigarettes, she noticed that you're just unapproachable because you don't want to go near someone who's smoking because you don't want to smell like smoke. Mm. So she didn't even smoke. So if they were outside somewhere, she would stand off in a corner with a cigarette in her hand so no one would approach her. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah, right? Holy shit. That is brilliant. And I think, too, like, people need to realize it's also, like, not when someone's at dinner, but let's no. say you see someone on on a plane it's okay to just say i'm such a fan and keep it moving well and you know harry has encountered quite a few like sports stars while he's of course he has that motherfucker <laughs> yeah when he's traveling because he travels because you know he would travel to new york and mm -hmm. new york a lot and there was this one time he was just happened to be standing next to a really famous hot shit hot pitcher at the time who mm. you know they were the Yankees were you know dominating the empire and all that and he just looked over at him they were standing and he was like kind of looked at him mm -hmm. like and he the, the 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 pitcher just looked at him and said I am 
just like kind of keep it on the down low and Mm -hmm. of course harry was like yeah yeah man i understand and Mm. they had a nice conversation and then they went on and you know they yeah on their way and he's been in the airport and i told we've discussed this in the tampa airport and he was on a tram with warren Sapp. yeah and he recognized warren Sapp, and they made eye contact and warren Sapp looked at him and said what are you what are you looking at you motherfucker and Harry wanted to look at him and like, I don't know. <laughs> you fucking broke ass bitch. Fuck you. Well, he has yeah. that new gig. I don't think he's broke anymore. But either no, way, either way, he's a douche. but you know, yeah. Either way, I think there is a certain mutual. I mean, I've seen, I've encountered celebrities, and I have, I've honestly been too scared to go up to them. Yeah, I always wonder like what I would do if I encountered a celebrity because I really haven't not to where they were close enough that I could approach them when I was in high school or college first year of college and I worked at the mall it was around the time that Andrew Agassi the tennis player was really popular Mm -hmm. you know in the height of it when he had all the clothing named after him and there was a big bumblegum machine. I worked in front of at the t-shirt shop Mm -hmm. like that used to be in front of the movies. I don't know if you remember it. And there was a big bubble gums. I remember that thing. And he um, was with a girl and he, he, he came up to the counter and he said, excuse me, ma'am, but can you, do you have four quarters for a dollar? And I looked at him and I said, I do. And I handed him the quarters and he said, thank you. And he smiled and they got their bubble gum and they went off. And I was like, holy crap. I was just starstruck. Well, listen, you're never going to believe who dated him. When he was a teenager. Kate's aunt. Her dad's sister. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. But they were super young. It wasn't like, you know, he was at Politary then. Yeah. Yeah. They were all, they would all go through there. It's, Mm -hmm. It's funny. I know. It's so crazy. I mean, I wish I knew who it was. Because there's probably no point to this story because I don't. <laughs> but I guess, well, because when I was like 12, I went with um, my friend and her parents. They were cocaine dealers. So we went to the Bahamas and because we were like a front, like we didn't even see them the entire time. I think we were there like they paid for some limo dude to drive us around. And, um, but Michael Caine was staying at our hotel. I love him. But, um, but I guess there, there was this dude at the diner and I was just totally having a big old combo and shooting the shit. But I guess it was like some famous boxer. And my (laughs) friend's dad's like, do you even know who you were talking to? I was like, no, I'm just talking, you know. (laughs) Again, kind of a pointless story because I don't remember who the fuck it was, but whatever. I wish I'd run into some famous people. I never do. Because you would think, like, around here, a lot of people run into famous people, like, at the grocery store, wherever. Uh On the island. Yep. Nope. Not this bitch. Never. (laughs) Never. I don't. Like, ever. It's such bullshit. Even when I went to California this summer, Mm -hmm. I didn't encounter any famous people. You know who I saw in the damn airport? Surprised. Know who I saw on my trip to California? Mitt fucking Romney. That's who I saw. 
Yes. Oh my he was, god. He was in the airport doing some kind like a soldier. Someone was coming <sighs> home from somewhere, and they were doing like a welcome party. He and his wife. He looks skeletal in person. Really? But, mm-hmm. Hmm. But I said to my friend's sister while we were there, I'm like, okay, so where do we go for the sa- for the famous people? Where do we see the famous yeah. people? And she just rolled her eyes at me because they're so used to it out there. Seeing yeah. them, it's no big deal to them. But to yeah. us, it's... So. I mean, I always feel like it's always the same fucking people who run into famous people. Like, if yeah. it's someone I know, like, it's like so on fucking brand for the same person to fucking run into people all the time. I run into no one. Yeah, I mean, and, and if I, the couple I have across, run across in my life, I've, you know, gotten tongue-tied and, but I haven't exactly run across like a famous star or no. I've seen someone and I'm like, is that them? Like, like yeah. Wyatt and I... Wyatt and I had lunch one day. This was a couple of quite a few years ago at um, like this deli downtown Sarasota, mm. and we swore up and down there was a man there, and he was sitting across from us. We swore it was Alan Alda. And oh, Wyatt is a huge fan of his mm-hmm. because you know Mash and oh Blue yeah, West Wing Come and all on, that. He's a legend. And I said, I think that's Alan Alda. And the more he, he, and of course, Wyatt at first was like, no, what would he do? I'm like, like, Wyatt, it's Sarasota. I mean, it's, you know, this is a, a, I mean, I've I've run into Jerry Springer in downtown Sarasota before. Right. So we, the more he's looking, he's like, I think you're right. And he was with a young girl who appeared to be like maybe his daughter or something. Uh But it looked just like him and I'd be willing to bet it was him. Yeah. But neither one of us had the guts to go find out. There is some other sports dude. I don't know. Some fucking basketball (laughs) player. And we were at the Blue Martini one night. My friend's Mm -hmm. daughter worked there. So we were in the VIP area. Well, some of the chicks I was with knew who these people were. Of course, I didn't because I'm me. But I was the only one that had enough balls to go up to him. Mm-hmm. And so I went over to him and I was like, hey, you know, these chicks are fans or whatever. And he came over and he asked us to go back and bang him at his mansion. It was so creepy. I was like, oh, gross. Bye, Felicia. Ugh. I know. I was like, ugh. So on fucking brand. <laughs> you know, I mean. I wish you remembered who it like, was. It just really is so fucking on brand. I'm just like, bro, you suck. You suck. Now that we've digressed 15 minutes. We've digressed. Um... What did you think of the series as far as her journey? through it. God, I've been watching I thought it was really long. interesting. I felt super bad for her just as in um you know, here she had this amazing friendship and um basically her mom made it shit the bed cuz she banged her friend's um dad. I I think that you know, that it was good that she touched on, because I don't think it's really discussed a whole lot, because, you know, we talk a lot about 
as people and, you know, damaged persons. What, what are you talking damaged, about? I'm not damaged. I'm uh, you amazed. Know I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm totally I'm damaged and fucked up. <laughs> it's like, speak for yourself, I am Jenny. kidding. I am totally <laughs> kidding. But, um, you know, as children, I think we, you know, as 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 people, you know, we do bear, you know, we do have the lingering burden of our ill-equipped parents, let's put it that way. Yes. But it's very rare that we talk about the scars from our teenage years that shaped us and the mean kids and teenagers we encounter Ugh, and right? those things like that scarred her like there was that you know thing that happened where they called her pancake because her her boobs were small and then when all the girls were showing they were lifting their tops and she didn't realize she was not supposed to lift her bra and they all made fun of her for being flat chested oh i know it and was terrible and from then on, she didn't ever um, take off her bra when she was having sex with anybody because she was scarred by it. And which, you know, those things do happen. Like, it's fucking traumatizing. And I think those are things that people don't necessarily talk about. But mm-hmm. like, it is fucked up. It is. It is. I mean, I, I know I've definitely had shit happen where you're just later. It just sticks with you. It does. It really does. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was good how she, you know, they did a thing and they brought about, a, you know, they brought it up that they realized they made a realization, whatever the hell you want to call it. I can't talk tonight that um, I can't pain, either that um pain manifests itself in the body and yes because it does which is so applicable to you and i and i'm a lot more Uh hungry than i thought i was because now i'm on doordash i'm so distracted it's okay sorry about that I'll carry us along and just keep babbling. So, <laughs> so you, sorry. What are you ordering, by the way? I don't know. There's so much that's like not Dor- for delivery this time of night because it's kind of late. See, DoorDash or Uber Eats, and I'm just going to leave this stuff in. For me, it's like t- to do it, it's a commitment. You, like I am investing at least 20, 30 minutes. Right. And the like the other night I was hungry and I, my back was killing me. Mm. and because it's no one can figure out what's wrong with it or do they care right um and that's a whole nother episode uh i decided i was going to order a fresh kitchen from Mm -hmm. uber eats Mm -hmm. well okay so then i decide okay yes it's going to take an hour to get here so i'll go with that i'll Mm -hmm. I'll commit to that hour i can eat a snack Mm -hmm. and then my but my 15 dollar meal turned into $40 by the time it was said and done. Ugh. So a lot of times I get to the end like that and I'm like, screw that, I'm not yeah, paying that much. You know what? I do too. So I've done that so many times where then I'm like, fuck you, I'm not paying all that money. No, so I ended up eating a bowl of cereal, I think. Yeah, we're real go-getters. We are. I did crack up at the club scene when they were in the club. And yes. Nordstrom Rack still open. <laughs> I love how they're like, can we sit down? My feet hurt. I feel that <laughs> way. I'm like, how did I ever used to go dance all fucking night long? 
I, I don't know. How did we ever go drink and stay out till four o'clock in the morning is beyond me because we're, I mean, well, you Fuck especially. if I know, but I did that so much. I did that so many times, it's shameful. Yeah, I mean, I did too. I did, and I would go and not drink so I can drive everybody home. Yeah, I mean, I still, I don't know how I made it. I'm surprised I didn't get murdered. Speaking of murdered, what do uh-huh. you think about that potential serial killer in Sarasota? I'm trying not to. Oh. What's the skinny on it? How many have been murdered? Um, Two. but And, you know, they were exactly, though, two weeks apart. Mm. Exactly 14 days. That's not good. Mm-mm. And they were both kind of transient people, both by on that same trail. It's one was 48 and I think one was like 55 or something. They women? Yes, both women. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought that it was good that the way they wrapped up the episode with the you know the funeral for her mother for the dinner yes and i liked what she said i i actually recorded it so that i could you know use it later in life (laughs) but um when she said you know people aren't perfect and parents aren't perfect people right my mother in the way she said my mother was just my mom wasn't just my mom she was a woman and constantly searching for love before that with her own heartbreaks and her own damage from her parents and her teenage years. Right. The only line I don't agree with is no one loves you as much as your mother. But um, she said, I thought it, she, I thought she no also like said it was like, they can, your mom can also hurt you the most or something mm-hmm. like that. She, yeah, I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mother-daughter relationship is very complex. I mean, very. It's just, that's why I'm glad I have a son. Right? I don't have a daughter that's going to hate me one day. I know, which is nice. But my kid doesn't hate me. No, but and it's I would hope you that also. I, I feel like as a mom, have to really work at it for your daughter, like not to want to stab you in the throat. And I think you know, Wyatt and I have this conversation. We would, if we had a girl, I think we would treat her differently than we treat Ashton. Yeah, she I wouldn't agree. be allowed to do a lot of the things that he's allowed to do, or go places like he is at night and things like that. Yeah, no, I agree because. Oh, I'm trying to see how much this would be. Sorry, folks. And I'm the one without my Vyvanse. Ugh, right? Let's talk about that shit show. My God. (sighs) Right? I don't understand, you know, how my prescription can be filled for the last three months and then all of a sudden... And by the same doctor. Right. This isn't a new physician. No, I feel like they purposely don't want to give it to me for some reason. I don't know why, especially since it's not even early. Like, I didn't pick it up right away. I picked it up like four days later. So I am well past my refill date. Yeah, right? 
I'm glad that I didn't run out. Like, I still, you know, have some left. I know. It's just so fucked up when that shit happens. It's so aggravating. They treat people like they're crackheads when they're not. Like, I'm sorry. Get the fuck over it. It's like they play God. They're worse than a fucking surgeon at this point. They are. And I know that it's their error somehow because I had a um, a coupon code and they couldn't get it to work. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not really sure why. Like Vivance puts out um, a $40 coupon. Like if you have this coupon code... It's like that when they enter it in, they enter it in like insurance Mm -hmm. and you don't pay any more than $40 for it. Yeah. When um, Ashton took it, we used to always get it sent to Publix because it was closer Mm -hmm. and they we'd give it to him. No problem. It was $40. Whenever I give Walgreens a coupon code like that for any kind of medication, Mm -hmm. they always say it doesn't work. It's not working or it would come back at like double the price right. because of my insurance being in there. And, oh, it's because you don't because you already have insurance. They're not honoring it. It's it's just so Which is stupid. Bullshit. Yeah. So I know that it is something with them and not my insurance that won't pay yeah. for it. And not only that, what I find interesting is that this is twice now. Well, Friday, I, try, I, I hit the refill. And I noticed it was canceled, so I called and mm-hmm. I asked them why. And they, the only thing they could tell me is they did something wrong on their end and they deleted the prescription out of the system. They never did call my doctor. I had to call my doctor to get a new one put in. But what if my doctor didn't believe me? You know, right? It's like, what if my doctor said, yeah, right, they deleted it. So, and then, so yesterday I... I submitted it and I noticed I, I went about my day. I didn't think about it. Yeah. And then this morning I was like, you know, I need to refill that. I need to check the status of it. Mm-hmm. And I saw that there was a text. There was a message in my app that said your refill has been put on file and for when you're ready. Like they mm-hmm. canceled it again. So I I did this. I refilled it today. And it came back, you have an insurance issue. So I called and they're like, oh, it needs a pre-approval. Why? Why all of a sudden? I, I don't understand that. You can't call Blue Cross on Sunday. It's just stupid. Like, I, I know, know it's it on is their stupid. But like the other day or earlier this week when I was checking the status of my narc meds. Yeah. I think it said, oh, yeah, that it was out of stock. Even the new one that the doctor got approved. And when I called and got a person, this is Walgreens too, he's like, oh, that's so weird because it's ready for you to pick it up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the actual fuck? Right. So weird. One time I called them on a medication and they, and now for scheduled medicines, I know for a fact, because I've been there and watched them do it. They don't know if it's out of stock or if they have enough. They have to go back to the safe and and oh, the safe is on a timer. Oh, I did and not they have know to, that. Yes, I've watched them do it. They'll say, or they'll say it on the phone, give me a couple of minutes, the safe's on a timer, we have to go count them and see if we have enough. Mm. So this one time I called and the girl said, oh, immediately, we don't have it, we're out of stock. And I said, you're out of stock Fuck on that. it? And they said, yes. And I said, well, what do you have to order it? Yes, 
And I was like, are you going to order? When the fuck's it going to be in? Exactly. Basically, you can't be nasty because then you won't get Oh, I know. I know. You have to lick their balls. Right. So I said, basically, I said, um, well, I'm going to be out of it. So when is it going to be in? And she said, I don't know tomorrow. Well, 20 minutes later, I actually, no, not I didn't call back. I went there and I walked up and I said, I need to refill my prescription. Oh, what is it? And they said, they, they went, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll be ready in 20 minutes. So it's fucked like, up, I it don't is. get it. Like, it, it, I'm not picking up a prescription for heroin. Right? Jesus, fuck. You know, it's, you know, and there are people that need their medicine. I've watched, like, when I've been in the pharmacy waiting on, like, a, a lot of times if, I, you know, if I go to the doctor and I'm sick and I'm waiting on an antibiotic mm-hmm. and I drop it off, I'll sit there and walk. I'll sit there. I'm not going to wander Walgreens nah, me because either. I will spend a hundred dollars. So I'll sit there and just wait. And I watch like I'll people watch. And there mm-hmm. are so many people that walk up and it's obvious they're failing pain medication and yeah. they get treated so badly. Such garbage. And you can see they're sick. You right. can see that they're like like this one lady had a had a had a head thing on. Like you could see she had cancer. And That's they were giving terrible. her a hard time. And I'm like, this poor woman is probably dying of cancer and major pain and you're denying her her medicine. Right. And you're just being a judgmental cocksucker about right. it. Or you don't feel like going and dealing with filling it because it's a lot of paperwork now in Florida mm-hmm. to fill that type of medication. They have to, like three people have to check off on it and something has to be filed. Right. And they don't want to deal with it right then. It's just, it's disgusting. It really is. It really is. So we've gone so far off the path. I know. You ready to wrap this up? All right. Well, Carrie... I know this was a shit show, but we're not focused. You're hungry. I don't have my finance. Um, we'll call it. It was a good series. Uh, that's it all was. I can say. If you have mommy issues and daddy issues, go watch it. it you got funny. any kind of fucking issue? Teenage issues. It, it was funny. All right, all Jenny. Right. Thank you. Ha- have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye.